What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to episode five of the Mamba Minds podcast. Uh, with me today, I got another one of the brothers, uh, Colin Miller. He's a freshman, uh, and we're going to talk about self-doubt, personal pressure, and self-confidence. But before we get into any of that, I'm going to let Colin kind of give his introduction and tell us a little bit about himself. Uh, what's up, everybody? I'm Colin. Um, I'm a freshman studying exercise science. And I'm originally from Richmond, Indiana, which is right near Ohio on the eastern side. And a few things about me. I'm an athlete. At least I was. I wrestled, played football. So I was big into sports. And, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, happy to have you. So uh, so do you want to kind of run through how you got to IUPUI and uh, some stuff like that before we kind of get into all the deeper stuff? Yeah, for sure. So um, as an athlete, I'm sure a lot of you guys know injuries are part of the game. And that was a big thing for me that really affected my career. And it's a blessing in disguise because it led me to physical therapy, which is hopefully my job soon enough. And that's kind of led me to IUPUI because that's what I'm looking to study for. I appreciate that. I, I'm glad you made the choice of becoming JAG, you know, go Jags. That's right. But uh, what made you kind of want to get on the podcast and kind of start uh, sharing some of your stories? Um, I got a lot of stuff I went through, especially back in high school. Like the middle of my high school, like athletic career was rough. I was in a pretty bad place at some times, and it took a lot to get out of. And I'm glad I did because I'm a lot better person now. So one of the things you kind of told me that you wanted to focus on, uh, well, the three were self-doubt, personal pressure, and self-confidence. Mm-hmm. So when were you kind of starting to experience, like, the doubt that you're kind of putting on yourself? Yeah, so uh, like I said, I wrestled. That was probably my main sport, and I had a really good freshman season, a lot of success. So I really kind of like in the off season, I put it on and really worked hard. and. It all kind of took a turn, real, real sharp turn when I was at a tournament in the summer and I broke my arm. I had to get a surgery. I was out for three months. I missed football season my sophomore year. And, you know, I was coming back wrestling, trying to, you know, overcome a pretty big injury. And right off the bat, about half the way through the season, I got injured again. And, you know, that obviously is going to but in a bad place. So I kind of tried to start to have a little self-doubt when I was in that situation for sure. Do you think that kind of related to some like anxiety kind of things? Cause when you miss a season, you know, like, you know, in high school, you only have four years to go yeah. through your sport, get an offer or unless you go like Juco or something, but like, what do you think that kind of contributed to, any like of the anxiety that you face like today? Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, at one point I did want to, you know, think about wrestling at the next level and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, that, that's kind of what started like the self-doubt. Like I said, I was like, because, you know, every time you step on the mat, it's like, oh, what if I get hurt again? What happens if this is the last time? Yeah. Because you never know what can happen. Especially when you see kids like getting offers and shit like that. That's and right. you're like, all right, what am I doing wrong? Like I can yeah. compete with these kids. Yeah, so, missing a year really that's messes, always, messes that's with always that one for tough. sure. So like, okay, so like one thing you stated earlier is like you were kind of in a dark place when that all started. And 
like now where you're at now. So what were some things that you kind of utilized or did to kind of dig yourself out of that hole? Well, yeah, I'd definitely like to explain that. But to go further into how I really got in the hole, I'd say um, just 2018, that was the year. It was just a really bad year for me. Like I said, I got an injury. It was right at the start of the year, right in January. Then, you know, I'm working to come back from that. Um, and then, obviously, I'm halfway through football season that fall, and I get injured again. Another knee injury It's my second. And, of course, that's a lot more uh, rehab and time off that I got to work to get back. And then my very first practice back, to wrestling practice that year. Very first practice back, I get hurt again and I'm done for the season. So that really messed me up. I mean, there was a time like I went home that night and I literally just cried in the shower. Like I couldn't walk. I was afraid to quit. You know, I told my parents, I was like, I'm never playing sports again. And I mean, I think they knew right then that's not me, but that was where I was at. and. Even the doctor was saying, I don't think you should ever play again. My coach didn't want me to wrestle even because, you know, he doesn't want to see me get hurt and be down like I was. I mean, there was things I could do to try to cope with it at the time. Like, I would really, like, you know, since I couldn't be active, I'd play, like, video games, you know, do a lot of that stuff. But it was, like, that's only kind of momentary. I want you, you know, sleep at night, just laying there thinking about what you really want to do. It's, like yeah and just alone in your thoughts you know especially when um i know when i was in high school i used like i played basketball i used that as like my getaway oh, from yeah, anything for sure. it was like it was like making music you know just playing playing a song when you're playing the game so when you get that kind of i mean everyone has that thing like everyone has that one thing where even if it's not sports if it's like school it's uh, like your hobby that just brings makes you you and when you get kind of told I mean as an athlete you always get told that it's time to hang it up so when you get told that that's kind of t that's kind of shit you know yeah it's kind of like, it I don't absolutely like sucked I mean but the thing was for me like when I heard everyone saying that I was like I kind of started to realize like when they were saying that like no that's not me I'm not I'm not ready to quit and that's kind of when I like kind of decided all right I'm going to turn this around turn around the place I'm in and get out of it. Yeah. And that was, yeah, I kind of use that as my motivator. Yeah. Cause there comes a time where I think it hits everyone where you're down in the dumps for so long and you just kind of like, like, you can just be sitting there playing a video game and you're like, all right, time to get my yeah, shit together. You know, like, fuck this. Time, time to, to get out of it's here. Time to pull myself out. So one of the quotes you kind of sent me was, um, remember the work, like, just, Constantly remind yourself of the work that you, like you've put in and making sure you're like the hardest uh, worker in the room. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that can kind of compare to anything in life, like rather than just sports. So like, absolutely. you said like, that's like one of your favorite quotes. So walk us kind of through like what that means to you. So, yeah, like, like I said, once I kind of found that motivation, I really started that year off a lot better in 2019. And, you know, I was, I taught, I went to my coach, probably the first day back at school, my football coach, I was like, all right, I need an eating plan. I need a workout plan. Yeah. I need to get all my shit together, you know, and I'm going to be back for football. I'm going to, I'm going to play. I'm going to start. I'm going to dominate my senior year, you know, and 
that's really what I did. I would get to the point where, I mean, I was waking up before school. I was running or something like that. I would make sure I was eating a lot. I would go lift after school with the football team. And then I'd actually drive all the way to Indy about an hour and a half away from my home. And I'd go wrestle at a wrestling academy called Red Cobra. I'd wrestle there and then drive back home. I'd get home at 10 o'clock at night and wake up at 6 a.m. do it all over again. So, I mean, I knew I was, yeah, I knew I was putting the work in. Yeah, and sometimes you just got to, like, trust that and trust that you're going to get yeah. where you need to go because your life is planned out in God's eyes, at least. Like, I mean, Absolutely. you're going through, so you'll never notice where you're supposed to go. Like I kind of said in the last one, like you may think you need to go this way, but when God says, no, you got to go this way. Yeah. It's like kind of like how do you react to those certain things, which like those injuries, those yeah. can be. How do you respond to adversity? Exactly. So one of the things me and you share, um, the gym is kind of like our home. You know, like whenever I tell people home like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, whenever I tell, like whenever I'm going through shit, you'll find me at the gym or whenever – like if someone knows I'm going through shit, I'm like, all right, I'm going to therapy. Like my therapy yeah. is going to lift, going to lift and That's right. sitting at the gym. So like, when did you kind of start hitting the weights? Was it with sports or was it kind of just, it was, but, um, actually recently. So of course with COVID and all that, we couldn't go to the gym. So I would really just kind of work out at home. But after that, you know, my, uh, senior year was over. All my sports were done. And I was like, Oh, Let's finally get a gym membership. We got time to do that. Yeah, I the gym. I call it my therapy session. Really. Yeah. So why do you think it's therapy for you? Like, what about it? Because when we, when Joel and I made our first episode, uh, a few like a friends of mine were like, who don't really go to the gym. Uh, some of them do, some of them don't. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. And some people are like, Absolutely. you guys should talk about why the gym is your safe haven. Okay. And uh, I was. Like, I, we really never did talk about that. We just said, okay, we go to the gym. So, like, why why when you're going through it is your first thought, let us let me go get a lift. Like, let yeah. me go do this. Uh, it's just, you know, exercise in general. I mean, obviously, from more of a scientific standpoint, it's naturally a stress reliever. And for some people, just, like, knowing you're getting better every day. I know we've talked about this a lot recently as a fraternity, trying to get better every day doing our own fitness challenge right now. It's really just, you know, something that boosts your confidence. You know, I'm getting better and bettering myself. So in that form of therapy, it gets your mind off like all the bad shit that's going on in your life. It's like, all right, I'm doing something good for myself. This is for me. And, you know, yeah, that releases a lot of stress. It's, it's great for your mind and your body. Yeah, I know personally, whenever I go to the gym, it's to kind of escape I mean, typically I go almost every day, but like mm -hmm. I tend to go damn near two to three times a day when I'm really like my back's against the wall. Like I'm really getting shit on by life. Yeah. But if I'm going because like life's hard, it's more so to kind of just escape my like constant headspace that I'm feeling. So when <clears throat> I can do something productive, you know, like when something happens to you and you don't agree with it, you don't know really why it happened yeah. or you're just over it right so i saw you know i love drake drake's my guy drake's <laughs> yeah. the goat OVO. um he was in an interview with someone like they're interviewing about his beef with kanye and he was like kanye put so much negative energy on me and i, I could either make a diss track or invest that energy into myself 
Yeah. And he's like, when someone does that and puts negative thoughts in your head, like they shouldn't get that back. Like you no. turn that onto yourself and make something great out of it. Like Absolutely. when you go to the gym, you're only bettering yourself at the end of the day by doing that, which is one way I look at it. Like I can go to the gym and help me become a healthier individual, help me become better. So that's kind of why I do that. Right. Yeah. Here's a, here's a question for you. Are you more like a, no, go to the gym alone, get that grinding by yourself, or like you like to go with a buddy or a group of friends? Um, I'm more of an alone kind of guy. Um, I do, I don't mind lifting with another person for sure. Um, but they're, when I'm really going through it, it's 100%. I got to be by myself. I got to be here. in my own head. Absolutely. I don't want to, I don't want to talk to nobody. Let me get in there, do my time, and then come home. I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, dude, you're, you're like in the gym, or like it's like, or like people are like taking up like all the space and like I'm just trying to get my work in. I'm I don't trying to like, I don't want to speak to a soul. So yeah. like, or they're trying to talk to you, like have a conversation, take you yeah. up something like what? Don't talk to me. Whenever I'm going through it, dude, I'll be listening to some sad shit. <laughs> like some Ed Sheeran, you know, like Man, bro. At the gym too, lifting. You can't get a better <laughs> lift than when you're listening to some sad shit. And I said that in the last episode, <laughs> I still stand by it. Saddest the sadder the music. The harder you'll go, you'll be good. Like, I promise sure. you. Give it a shot if you have not tried it. Um, but, yeah, that kind of transitions to, like, the next – kind of the next point. So, one of the things you wanted to talk about as well was, like, personal pressure. Yeah. So, when did you kind of notice you were putting more pressure on yourself than usual? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess – could probably tell by the schedule I kind of gave, you know, wake up at 6 a.m., work, work, work all the way till I get home at 10 p.m. and I'm back at it the next day. It's obviously very mentally and physically draining. And that's where I was like, kind of like putting so much pressure on myself that I, like, cause I was like, oh man, I got to catch up. I got to like, I got all this time that I miss. I got to make it up and get back to where I was or obviously better than I was. Uh, so I was like, obviously a lot I had to do and just to get to where I am now. And it's like, yeah, putting that uh, personal pressure on myself to perform like that at such a high level, especially when you're juggling, you know, school, you just in high school in general, it's a stressful time. So, yeah. Was it kind of, so was it more so you're catching yourself putting that pressure on you from sports or was it more just like in anything you kind of did in life? Um, I guess, yeah, that is a good point. Cause I do, I'm like a, perfectionist i try to do everything perfect you know and it's a lot like i want to have straight a's i want to have that undefeated record all that stuff so especially once i started competing in football and wrestling especially it was like man i have to if i don't win this match like what's that gonna do to my legacy what's gonna gonna do if i don't win this like yeah i get that i in high even growing up like i would be playing basketball or baseball and I would psych myself out like before I check into a game or something I'd be like okay you you can't fuck up like you yeah. can't fuck up and once you get the headspace you're you're gonna fuck up like it's yeah, just how it is exactly I mean so, have you ever seen like like wrestling like, there's always it's pacing around like getting in there yeah zone. yeah it's like you gotta you gotta get in that zone and I would like I would kind of get there too early and I'd be in that zone and I'm like all right I'm ready to go I'm ready to go and I'm like the more that I'm in that zone, like the longer I'm in there, I'm like, man, am I really ready? Am I prepared for this? 
Yeah, and that can be tough because it makes you quite, kind of question everything you've done before, if it was enough or not. And Absolutely. That can kind of weigh a lot. And that can go for anything really in life. Like I'm I'm kind of similar to you. I'm, I try to do everything to a fucking T. Like everything's got to be perfect. Everything's got to be – I mean, I wouldn't say perfect, but – Just I, the way I, you want it. You got it. Yeah, I got to figure it out. I got to kind of go. So like if you were like talking to yourself in high school, like what would be – I like a thing of advice that you would kind of give yourself because I have a million fucking things I would. Uh, yeah, same here. I mean, I would just say sit down and look at how much you're doing right now. You need to you need to take a chill pill, one thing. Yeah. And second, just like look how far you've come. Like, I guess one of the things I definitely didn't do in high school was like look at all this I've overcome and look at the, you know, the difficult situation I've been put in and like, I've made something great out of, I've made, you know, I want this to be my career and I want to kind of impact people in that way and help them recover from injury. So like, look at that. And obviously, like I said, being the hardest worker in the room, I have no doubt. Like that was one of the things I realized once my wrestling career ended, uh, I have no doubt I was the hardest worker in the room and it absolutely shows just every day in practice, all the guys are, looking at you and like they know you worked your ass off because they can see it on your face and they can just see it because you're beating them you're running every sprint faster and like that was something that like i wouldn't say i took it for granted but i definitely didn't think about it i was just like you know i gotta go to the next rep next rep that's all that yeah. matters which is never a bad thing but like when you're not realizing that you're definitely working that hard you're not going to have that confidence in yourself. Yeah. Self-reflection is like a huge thing because no matter what you go through, you get stronger every second, every day, all mm -hmm. things like that. So sometimes it's good to kind of take a look back and kind of, you know, reflect and see, okay, I really have grown through this. Um, one thing I'd tell myself in high school was I went to a very big high school. It was like four, a little over 4,000 kids. So, you know, oh, fucking huge, fucking huge. So when you play a sport, um, you would have these big names that would go places. And I played basketball. So yeah. we, my freshman year, we'd have kids committed to uh, Michigan, Butler, Ball State, like, mm -hmm. you know, big schools, D1 schools. And it's like, okay, I need to get to that point. And every day that went by where you weren't seeing any results or anything, you were like, okay, like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. why can't I, why can't I get there? And it was just tough, like, you know, like having to accept, like hang it up or just be like, okay, maybe I can use my motivation or my skills elsewhere kind yeah. of thing. So that was, and that's a tough pill to swallow when the game says, all right, the thing you use to kind of cope with your stress yeah, or like that was your escape from absolutely anything. And now you just kind of have to stop. Yeah, because like high school, I would, before I had my license, I would get dropped off at the gym when my dad would go to work mm. at four in the morning. So I'd play basketball from four to like seven. Class would start. Class would get out at like two. And then we'd be there till five. And then I'd lift after practice because yeah. I wanted to. And I wouldn't be back home till right six. Schedule. So, you know, 12 hour days in high school. Like, Absolutely. And it's like you didn't do it because you had to. You did it because you kind of wanted to. You wanted to. Proves to someone be. that you could do something with it, but 
I mean, like I said, everything kind of happens for a reason. So I'm glad I'm sitting here where I'm at. But like, you know, it kind of, that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of where it comes from, where the self pressure kind of came, how you kind of want something so bad that when you don't see it right away or when you don't get it, it's kind of, when you're like in high school, that's where I kind of fell from. Like you want, like I wanted to go to college and play. I wanted to, you know, have, you know, that high school sweetheart that you were with the whole four years, you wanted all these things. And when you never got it, it was like, all right, fuck the world. Like me against it all. But I mean, it's not really, I don't know. Now I'm not anywhere near the headset because, you know, I've grown. But one thing I would tell myself is just, just calm down. Like, yeah, take a chill. Yeah, everything, okay. everything will be fine. Like, which I mean, my parents would probably like tell me that, yeah. but you know, I wouldn't listen. I was a 17, 18 year old right kid. Right there with you. <laughs> so, um, where do you think the whole self pressure thing kind of comes from for you? It was, yeah, it was like, Actually, well, to go back on, like, your point, you know, going to a big school, I went to a really small school, a class of literally 80 or something like that. And, you know, you're beating everybody around you because you're facing all these small schools, and then you get on, you know, you get to the big stage. It's like, it's a a massive jump because you're, like, you're going from, like, facing, like, guys that, you know, really aren't that good or below your level, and you're kind of, like, right in the middle of, yeah. You're not bad, but like you're not like these some of these guys, these big schools. Prodigies. Yeah. And it's like, how do I get there? Especially when I don't have that competition all the time. So yeah. uh, it was like that kind of like pressure. Like I was like, I have to get I have to go a little farther to really work these guys and it's uh outwork these guys than it seems just because I don't get that same uh competition at practice or even just competing around the area. Yeah. So one thing where I kind of noticed it kind of stems from for me, like, because everyone around me will kind of tell you I put a buck ton of pressure on myself. I like everything has to be to a T in my book. So I'm a people watcher. I don't know if you're kind of the same way, but I observe every living thing about people. Like when people have these little side conversations, like I'm I'm listening. I'm hearing it. (laughs) But it's anything like, like I watch people. I do my best to help anyone in any situation. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I watch, like I'll watch someone, I'll watch him do something and, or, you know, like I had an old brother. So like when he would get into his trouble or when I would watch someone get in trouble, I'd be like, all right, can't do that. <laughs> yeah, so know, like I, I would, exactly I would remember from. all these things like, okay, if I want to be successful or do something with my life, like I can't be doing this or I can't, I can't like, if this guy did this, all right, I can't do that. So like I'm guiding myself through like watching other people's mistakes and I'm like, okay, if I dodge doing this, it'll benefit me here. But then when life, you know, kind of shits on you and like, cause you know, you can't control life. You can't control what happens to you. So when something does happen, it's like all that pressure that you have on yourself kind of just falls on you and you're like, okay, where the fuck did I go wrong? What's happening? Yeah. and you're not like used to being under that pressure too because you're like oh i remember not to do that and like you're getting past all these other things that you learned and it's like oh this happened and like oh i've never been in like a yeah bad situation like that before so 
and like you know no coach like growing up could get could be harder on me than i was on myself like i had one coach playing baseball that he would fucking scream at kids dude like nine-year-old kids screaming at them and like like, that's always the baseball coach too like yeah Yeah. i would i'd get pissed like i would get mad but it was never because he was screaming at me Uh it's because i like i know i should have caught that fly ball or i know i should have hit that shot whatever it was like I, i knew it so like, I didn't need nobody yelling at me. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't need that. So I'm the same way. I don't need nobody yelling at me. Don't worry. I'm going to do it myself. Like, I'm my, I'm my own worst enemy. And, like, a lot of people are for that same reason. And one thing I just keep telling myself is, like, no matter what, like, pressure is on me. Like, you can – it seems like whenever anything bad happens, it seems like it's the worst thing. Worst yeah. thing ever. And it's, like, just take it day by day take it like minute by minute try and focus on things that make you you so like like i said i grew up with a basketball in my hands like if i had a shit game i would even like anything if i had a shit day at school whatever it was like i would go play basketball i would go to now in college I, if i have a shit day or if i'm going through something i go to the gym like it's just finding those coping mm-hmm. things that can kind of get give you that mental break to kind of Forget about it for a second, return to your own clear headspace and get that off your head for a little while. Like, you know, you can never mm-hmm. completely remove something from your head if it weighs a lot, but it's just finding that cope. Yeah. But where do you think it kind of, you're probably pretty similar with me, how it kind of came from sports. Yeah, for sure. That was the main, the main thing I focused on in high school, obviously like, I was one of those people where I was like, you know, classes were pretty easy. I was one of those people, everybody's like, oh, you're so lucky. You don't have to study for anything. I'm like, yeah, but now look at me in college. I have to study for (laughs) stuff. I'm like, oh, how do I do this? (laughs) College is fucking crazy, man. College brought stress levels that I never felt in my life. So (sighs) one thing I do want to keep talking about is like, where everything we've talked about where self-doubt personal pressure like that causes stress so Mm -hmm. ways that we have eased our own pressure and reduced that even like in high school obviously we said ours was sports but like now in college we're both just normal students normal people you don't have that sport to get yeah so now that you don't have that you don't have the wrestling mat or the football to kind of take that away or like we still have the gym, yes, but like, what are other, maybe if it's not the gym, what other things are you doing to kind of reduce your stress level? Um, yeah, I'd say honestly, this year as shitty as it's been in some ways, it's probably been one of my best years personally. And obviously, that you know that might surprise a lot of people just because you know it seems like everybody's had a shitty year, but I guess you really just. I've grown a lot personally, and I think I'm probably in the best headspace I've ever been in, like right now. Like, and like this uh, quote that I have here by Michael J- Josephson uh, take pride in how far you've come, uh, have faith in how far you can go. That really speaks to all aspects of life, like not just on the athletic side, but like, you know, I'm through this year of, uh, where it just seems like everything has gone wrong in 2020 and even so far in 2021, it's like, I'm still here and I'm doing better than ever. Like, why should I stop now? 
That's what I'm saying, man. 2020 made some of the strongest fucking yeah, people with this, with this COVID stuff. Like some people mentally, physically, emotionally, like there's some strong people that had to face some stuff in this. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see kind of how people when the world hopefully gets back to normal, you know, how it kind of goes. Uh, nothing's ever back to normal though. <laughs> yeah. So basically one way I kinda if I'm not going to the gym or doing something to like that to ease my stress. One of the things I do is I am a ex huge extrovert. So I surround myself with, you know, the brothers or right. Get out the someone, someone to distract me. So like, I mean, I live with four other dudes and they're always cracking jokes, making me laugh. So I'll kind of sit with them and, you know, let Jason rip me a new one or something to make me laugh and just kind of go at it. <laughs> Stuff like that is are the things that really kind of get my mind off whatever I'm doing. If it's like a bad grade or something that's kind of weighing on, on my heart or on my head. So, yeah, I kind of just try and kick it with the boys or I'll call D because D's kind of had my back through a lot of this stuff. And, yeah, so that's kind of where I kind of go with it is just kind of surround myself with people. Uh, you can either call it a distraction maybe, but – I can, you can also call it, like, that's kind of just how yeah. I just want to be with a, another person. I definitely relate to that. And I noticed that's probably one of the things that definitely helped me, you know, kind of get out there a little bit more. Like in high school, I wouldn't go out as much or be very social. Not because, you know, it wasn't like, oh, I didn't have friends or like I didn't have opportunities to. It was just like, oh, I'm either so tired from like, all this pressure I'm putting on myself and just being physically tired from how much work I'm doing. It's like, I just can't, I just don't have time. And now, now that I've like given myself that time and made more time to be with my friends and spend that time, it's like, that's really helped me mentally. Yeah. And like I said, I went to a huge high school. So 4,000 kids, I probably had like, like I played sports. Like I knew, I knew everyone but you can call it like a popular loner or whatever you want to call it. Like I only had uh, like 15 to 20 like friends, I guess. Yeah, I get it. Like I had my roommate Jason and I had like probably six or seven other guys that we would hang out with like my senior year. But before that, I didn't really have – like I didn't really have anyone. So I was yeah, kind of just you know, taking it through high school. Just I'd go to school practice shit like that come home go to bed i definitely get that too like part of being so busy it kind of caused like you know i was friends with everybody really yeah i was yeah friends but like like everyone knows your name but it's you're not like you're a school you're friend. not that group like yeah you're not, you're not like that close like you're not you're friends with every group but you're not part of yeah. any of them because and that's where it kind of yeah. stems from like the self-reflection thing i kind of because like here sitting now, like you kind of think back, okay, in high school, didn't really have a friend group like that. But now, you know, in a fraternity, like president of the fraternity, like play club basketball, like have tons of friends here that I know I can yeah. count on. So it's like knowing, like staying true to your path. That's like just being you. Like that's kind of the biggest thing I can push, like no matter how bad life shits on you or how bad you think you got it as long as you kind of take it day by day you'll grow through it and you'll look back and be like like that heartbreak you had in high school or that 
you know, that game that you played like shit or whatever it is, no matter what it is, it's like, okay, that's that was four years ago. You think anyone remembers that? Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, that was the thing, like you said, like, you know, just being yourself. And I mean, that's gotten me really far so far. I've got so many great friends here already. And it's just been, you know, really yeah. three months just because of how school has been. It's not been that long of a semester. And especially with how COVID is and everything that's been going on, it's like you can't even really see as many people as you normally would. So I know, I mean, I'm doing something right if I'm happy where I'm at right now. Yeah, and, you know, time goes by quick, too. I feel like I was just a freshman. You guys, four years ahead of you. That's so right. Oh, you're man. golden. I'm done in a year. But uh, one of the things we did want to kind of is how how can an individual ease the pressure or reduce that stress that they kind of have on themselves? Like, do you have any advice for? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things that helped me like would definitely just be music. You know, I, I listen to music probably all all the time. I listen to so much music, and it's just like one of the things that helps a lot of people. You know, get through that. And obviously the sports that would get me through that stress or like other pressures outside of that. But people same. need to broaden their genres of music, man. <laughs> if you are going through shit, broaden your genres, dude. Like that is get back into the sixties, get into the seventies with the temptations was, and shit, bro. Yeah. I was absolutely a person that would like, that was the thing though. Also, like I would listen to sad music like that and it would just like, I was like, oh, maybe this will help my mood, but it definitely never did. It's just like, <laughs> oh, no, this is not helping at all, but I'm going to keep listening. It's like, oh, I relate to it so yeah. much. <laughs> Sometimes you need that sad car ride. or Yeah. But all I'm saying is, like, you go from, if you're listening, if you listen to rap, listen to, like, listen some country. Yeah, some country. Or go throw back to, like, some alt rock or something. Like, change, change the vibe. It helps, I promise you. Like, that's, that's kind of what thing. I do. Yeah, another thing you mentioned was, like, that sad car ride. Well, just really any, like, car ride like that. Just, like, Turn driving. Turn up yeah. and scream that stuff. Or, yeah, just driving in general. That's something for me that's definitely... Or play like, some old Disney throwbacks. <laughs> yeah. That'll get you going, I promise. <laughs> if that doesn't, you just don't have a heartbeat. But, um, reducing stress, like, that is different for everyone, I feel. Like, no matter... If you're an athlete or just a student, like everyone has those common ways. Like ours is the gym. Some people's might be drawing, some might be painting, some whatever it is. You just gotta make sure it's not something that's doing harm to your mental health or your well-being. Like don't fall into drinking it away. Don't fall into like hitting the drugs or whatever it is. Like put Put that negative energy back in yourself and turn it into a positive thing. That's like honestly the best piece of advice I can really give someone. Like when they're going through something, like make yourself better. Make like I said in the last episode with Joel, like if you're going through something, make it mean something. Make it get something out of it. Like grow, become better at if there's something you've always wanted to learn, learn that. If there's something you've always wanted to do or Something like that. Fall back on your friends because, you know, like find your real friends. You know, they got you. Find something that can take your mind off of reality, whether that be a TV show or starting a new hobby or whatever it could be. Just you got to find that release 
Uh, yeah, and don't don't just let it be something that's like temporary. Like, make Continue. it something me- meaningful. Like that's gonna make you happier. Make no, like you said, and, yeah, improve yourself. Like, it's like going through the working towards your goals. Like going through that process is really where you're gonna see the most growth. Yeah. Anyone who ever puts any negative energy on you should never get that energy back towards them. Like, don't be subtweeting them. Don't be like you know just making it known that you're hurting like you said to motivate yourself really yeah, or even down. like you know just throw a compliment back at them don't and i don't know if you're like this but i you know wear my heart on my sleeve whatever like whenever anything happens i constantly think where did i go wrong like even if yeah. you have nothing wrong to do with that situations like it's just that's just how I am, and I know there's a lot of mm-hmm. people that kind of are like that. So one thing I kind of have started to do is just continue to remind yourself that people, other people are people too. Like they're in charge of their decisions. Like if they fuck you over, that that's them. That's on them. They can't. Yeah. You can't control like someone doing something like that. So yeah, and kind of on that level, like they're going through. I'm sure they're going through shit too. You don't yeah. know about it, like. I, and, I work at a hospital, so, like, you know, you're seeing people every day that are, like, you don't know what they're going through. And even, like, if you see, like, a small part of what they're going through just based on their, like, medical history or whatever, it's, like, that could just be, like, a small piece of a lot of a greater picture. Like, you really don't know. So, yeah. And just treat everyone with kindness. Like, as take, a people person, too, you want to help yeah. everyone. But you got to realize, too, at the end of the day, if yourself individually is not correct, like if you're not happy with yourself, you can't help someone else. You're not you're not in that form to do so. Yeah. So like keep an eye out. Keep looking like if you're a people person, kind of like how Colin and I are like you can pick up those cues. But if you're not, I guess if you're not really in touch with yourself and know kind of how you are. You can't really help another individual if you're not, if you don't understand why you are what, like the way you are, you know? Or like a lot of people be like, giving like advice that like, you know, you should be listening to this and doing this yourself. Like don't be giving out advice that you can't uh, listen to and follow yourself. Yeah. Like you ever met that person that gives great advice, but like, never take it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you're telling me this, like you should be doing this. Like, why aren't you like, Telling yourself this, you know, sometimes <laughs> like that, it's like, you need it just as much as me. 100%. Yeah, but so one thing you have written on here is success is not defined by the amount of money you make or the goals you attain, but the person you grow to become as you go through your process. Walk us through, like, what you were kind of thinking when you typed that up. Um, It's something that really goes to anything in life, whether it's, like... You know, I had a goal. I actually, I actually remember this because you know how they have you like write like the uh, letter to yourself as a freshman, and you opened as a senior or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember reading mine like when I got it back or whatever. It's like, oh, you're gonna be a state champion wrestler or something like that. And uh, obviously, boy, did I not know <laughs> where the tables would turn in the next what is he saying few years. It's uh, and it's like you know I'm. It, it wasn't about, like, me reaching that goal. It was about, you know, 
the process I went through, whether it was the one I wanted it to be or not, it's the process that God had me go through. Yeah, like, it's growth at the end of the day. Absolutely. No and I think what. like if I hadn't gone through all that shit, then I wouldn't have I would have not been the same person. I definitely think I'm a better person because of all that that I've gone through. Definitely. Definitely. And like success completely different to anyone you ask what their version is. But success, um, I don't know if I would use the word success, but I guess growth is like just recognizing how far that you have came. Because mm -hmm. as a, from 14 to 18, those like your high school years, those are years that you learn a crap ton. Like you yeah. learn so much about yourself. And then when you, when you think that's like you've learned it all, you get to college and you're like, okay, here's four more years of learning myself that I didn't exactly. even know I needed. Cause you're kind of out in the real world and you kind of, this is your last, I guess, stepping stone till life says, all right, good luck. Yeah, here you go. Here you go. You're on your way. Yeah. But, something I kind of realized, like this was very recently, actually, it was just like, I always remember, you know, were you ever like in high school and you're, and you're asking your teacher, like, why are we doing this classes? Like, we don't need these for the real world or whatever. <laughs> yep. But it's really, it's not about, uh, it's not about you taking that calculus class that you're never going to use again. It's like, it's about that, you know, that uh, prom, prom that you got to go to, or you're going to learn, you're going to learn this like life situation or that sport that you're going to play or the, you know, the uh, concert you're going to be in. It's like, you're going to learn something there that's going to mean more than calculus class. It's not, you're not taking those, uh, all those classes just to learn all that. It's really to grow as a person through those years in high school. Yeah. And by the time you graduate, your freshman self is a completely foreign person. And I'm yeah. sure after one year in yeah, college, my, my, no, my first high uh, day self of senior gone. like year was a different person than I was at the end of my senior year. It's, crazy how much you change in just that you know nine months or so yeah definitely and when you come to college too it's you'll if you go away i guess you can say like if you do yeah. if you don't live at home when my parents dropped me off like i was sitting in my dorm with i had a random roommate andrew yeah. schmidt if you're re if you're listening to schmitty i fucking love you but <laughs> we were just sitting there like all right parents are gone what the fuck should we do <laughs> we played 2k for like three hours and like all right now what should we go to a party <laughs> what, do, what do we do i don't know so, what to do i'm not being told just, to do chores or something like that yeah it was it was weird the whole first week i was like felt like it was a dream it, it was it was odd man like I, I i don't really know but it's i can relate to that for sure like now i'm like i don't want it whenever i go home love going home mom i know you listen to these but love when i come home but when i go home you know you have those you're with your family. You love it. And then like two days later, you're just like, can I go back now? <laughs> I like being on my independence. I like yeah. sitting in my room doing absolutely nothing, even if it is doing nothing or playing video games, going, doing, like living my day and doing myself. Yeah. So those are just things that when you get older, you're kind of, as a high schooler, you'd come home and you just, that was your norm. You knew it. Yeah. But when you go to college, it's like, you just, your go mindset your, changes. Yeah, you go by your own agenda, really. Your mindset and, has completely changed. And, like, I'm about to be 23, and that's the thought of going to school eight hours a day, coming home and doing homework and then staying at home. Like, I can't do that again. Are no. you kidding me? 
cannot do that. Yeah, I've been over this winter break. I've been been kind of helping coach like wrestling practice, and I'm like, I can't even do that again. I feel like an old man, you know, <laughs> coming yeah. home from wrestling all those high schoolers. I'm like sore. I'm like, oh, I think I broke my back or something <laughs> like that. I need a walking cane in a few years. All right. So the last point you have is self confidence. So what was uh your kind of thought about that either instilling self-confidence or was it kind of like something you wanted to learn or preach um yeah i've gained a lot of self-confidence and that's just because of that quote i mentioned earlier take pride in how far you have come and have faith in how far you can go i do pride myself in all the things that i've gone through and overcome and i know that because of those i can go far in life and i'm going to have a lot of success and it's that, yeah, I have that self-confidence, like just saying that I believe in myself. And I know everyone listening should believe in themselves too, because you're doing something right now, like listening to this, trying to make yourself better and learn something new. Like you're already becoming a better person just by having that mindset that, oh, I'm going to listen to this and make myself better. Yeah. And finding that reason to be confident in yourself is completely key. Like, 2020 it's pretty much kind of a dog shit year <laughs> in my book and 2020 you know kind of was another kick kick across the face yeah like, um so it didn't start out pretty good in my book but the last couple of weeks have been eye-opening i guess and part of that is because i've kind of shifted my mindset i've pivoted from knowing like i would put my energy and happiness into other people to where they were kind of the deciding factors of if my day was good or not and like that is not something you should really do so when i did that if you know they could very easily make my day seem like a shitty yeah. one or make me just get completely down on myself and you know when you have depression and shit already on top of that when you're already down it's not good whatsoever so these last three four weeks i've been trying to find happiness in myself in ways that yeah. i never really looked even if it's just getting on Fortnite with the boys dude like <laughs> yeah. i have so much fun i'm dog shit at the game Absolutely. but I, yeah. I have so much fun just playing with the brothers just and messing just, around really like I, I remember finding those small reasons to kind of make you smile and even in the darkest times when you crack a smile and just think, okay, like I'm playing a video game with four of my buddies that, you know, probably be in my wedding one day or just shooting the shit with the brothers at chapter, like finding those reasons that you put a smile on your face. Like those are the things that can help you get through absolutely anything. So, and keeping that happiness in an internal thing and don't let any, anyone else control that shit. That is completely 100% internal and it should be. So when like life, you know, smacks you across the face, you're, you're good at the end of it. Cause you know, you got yourself and you know what you got behind you and you can face the mountain. And it really makes it uh, a lot easier. Just kind of take Kate with a grain of salt, which I've definitely been able to do. Like a lot of times I'd let, let, you know, hate get to me and it, would be good and bad and you know it'd motivate me but it'd also be like man it'd make me like think like have that self-doubt but now it's just like you got to take it with a grain of salt because you know you and 
you you want what's best for you, then you're going to succeed. Mm-hmm. And you don't need that negative energy that anyone puts on you. Like you can easily, yeah, like you said, in today's day and age as a college student, you can easily cut someone out of your life. Like I've seen it. Like people can easily just it, take the sniz- take the scissors and just snap your fingers, just snip you gone. Like don't entertain that shit. Like if someone's causing you just straight stress, cut that oh, off. No. It's too much yeah. to kind of weigh on in today's with everything going on. It's just not worth it. So uh, we're kind of closing down here. So is there, what are some things or just something you'd want to kind of leave on someone's mind or like a final quote? Um, I got to go back to the one I said before. Take pride in how far you can come. Have faith in how far you can go. Be the hardest worker in the room. And that goes for anything. Whether you're studying, whether you have a competition, you're working forward. Whether it's just... Maybe not being the hardest worker in the room, but being the kindest person in the room. Be the yeah. one that lifts somebody up when they're down. Thomas Rhett, Thomas Rhett said it best. In a world full of in a world full of hate, be a light. Be a light. That's that's just the best thing I can leave leave that's with for someone. sure. When the world's full of hate, show some love on someone. They might need it. You never know it. So you never know what they're going through. Spread love. Uh, but thanks for listening. We'll be, we'll be out again with another episode. So we'll catch y'all later.